complimenting the Vegas Raiders, man. I don't want to take anything away from those guys, man. They made the the plays to secure victory, and um, and they did it uh, in a hostile environment. And and for that, they should be complimented. In terms of us, in terms of how the game unfolded, man, I thought it was just two real critical areas that 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 we did not perform uh, up to snuff in. I thought from a penalty standpoint, um, we hurt ourselves uh, positionally and so forth. And we didn't play smart enough from a penalty standpoint. That can't be a characteristic of our ball. Part of being a tough team to beat is not beating yourselves. I thought we beat ourselves in the areas of penalty today. And, and secondly, um, I didn't think we had enough detail or enough playmaking on possession downs. Um, a lot of that you know, had to do with our inability to make plays in spots when attrition set in. But that's the nature of this thing. <laughs> Time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Ritchie here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition here of the Mastio Podcast. Well, of course, yours truly, Charles Brown, Richie, right now. It is once again another hangover Monday, uh, clearly. Uh, for all Steelers fans going on right now, as uh, Steelers right now find themselves in a very disappointing spot to start the season, very much anticipated with the offensive line woes as uh, evident so far uh, this year. And it's just uh, been uh, hard to watch. I mean, especially this past game right now. I mean, a lot of people right now, so picking and choosing side right now, what is it more – was it come down to? Does it come down to the uh, the offense, or I mean, the offensive struggles, or necessarily some of the defensive woes going on right now? And I gotta believe right now at this point, when I look at things going on right now, uh, it is definitely some confusion going on right now. Uh, really hard to say. I mean, you could probably argue there's some people really questioning: Is it really time for Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, to hand over the keys to the next quarterback. I'm not sure if we uh, really found out that answer yet. I mean, when you still got guys like Mason Rudolph, who's was number two guy, or Dwayne Haskins, uh, I mean, are they really that much worse than Ben? I mean, can they be really better than he is to lead this team down the stretch? I'm not sure about that. Or is it still, once again, go to Ben Rosberger, not being fully trustworthy of Matt Canada's scheme, playing under center, hanging off the ball. But I tell you what, defense, like I said, once again, yesterday's game, first the loss to the Raiders, probably goes going back five years in time. We'll get into that much more. Uh, definitely some stuff to break down uh, from yesterday's game and how they're doing right now. And do the Steelers need to get back to blitzing more? They're uh, last right now, last time I checked, in the NFL and blitz percentage is that quite possible? One of the reasons why they lost this game yesterday afternoon to the Vegas uh, Raiders here. 
uh, in this uh, contest. Uh, definitely begs a question so far. Uh, and you got to really think right now, I mean, Keith Butler, I mean, they're trying to balance it out where they're not leaving too many guys exposed in the secondary. Obviously, he had some guys that needed to step up. You try to have Minka Fitzpatrick uh, get in there. He he got burned uh, by play yesterday. And, uh, yeah, dead last at 1.1% in the NFL uh, right now when we look at it uh, going into the season, which is usually pretty shocking so far. Again, it's only two games. Uh, we don't got about 15 more games to go. This is a 17-game season. Uh, once again, and remember, with a guy like uh, Keith Butler and his uh, blitzing uh, percentage as it pertains to the Steelers, I mean, so far this year, uh, when we uh, look at it, the Steelers so far for the year, they have uh, one blitz off a 91 quarterback dropback, according to Pro Football Reference. Like to see how that shapes up tomorrow. Like to hear your thoughts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Prod, I mean at Project Richie for the Mass Steel Podcast. It is at Mass Steel CGR and on Instagram at Mass Steel Nation right now. Uh, we got Monday Night Football going on tonight. Uh, Packers versus Lions right now. Uh, another situation right now. <laughs> things may not be so rosy in Green Bay, and I hope the hell uh, when the Steelers do go Green Bay versus Lambeau Field versus Aaron Rodgers in over a decade. Uh, that this could be a winnable game. It might be, but then again, with the way the offense is going right now, it's like watching a turtle race, to say the least, uh, for this season. So clearly there's some stuff going on right now. What are your concerns? Uh, once again, right now, I did post up a tweet uh, yesterday, I mean, uh, earlier this afternoon on my Twitter, uh, and I want you encourage you guys to go vote right now. The, one of the biggest reasons why the Steelers lost to the Raiders was it offensive execution, uh, turnover ratio? The only pick that was thrown by Ben Rosper, it was uh, minus one for the Steelers. Uh, was it the secondary being burnt or was it penalties? And so far, the leading category it is offensive execution at about 74%. Uh, and the secondary comes in at second at about 26%. We have 23 votes. Please go to Twitter at MassSteelCGR. like to hear more, more votes on this. Uh, feel free. Uh, I posted this up about seven hours ago. So we got until about 1 p.m. Central Time uh, tomorrow. like to hear your thoughts. Uh, please go vote. I'd like to hear more of the results on this as we look at. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter, at MetalSteelCGR, and on Instagram, at MetalSteelNation. Just stream me on Facebook Live uh, for this evening right now as we continue to dissect the Steelers right now. Uh, very anticipated. Let's start with some injury news on the injury front. As we remember going into this game, we already were aware of two major stars that were going to be out yesterday uh, in this game, which, of course, which was uh, Joe Hayden and, of course, uh, linebacker Devin Bush due to growing injuries right now. Now, one of the significant injuries that happened yesterday, you had uh, Tyson Alau, who had a had fractured ankle, he has been placed on the injured and reserved uh, list right now. Uh, still kind of questionable if it's going to be season-ending or not uh, when we look at it. Uh, he is on uh, IR for the most part. Uh, a guy who uh, suffered it during to the Vegas Raiders. 
they have promoted defensive linemen, uh, Henry Mondo, Mondo from the practice squad. And it is uh, definitely right now a uh, tough pill to swallow because one of the things here on this defense that has been really helping, especially we have veteran guys like Cam Hayward, has been that defensive push up front right now. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's uh, definitely going to be interesting to see how many missed tackles were involved in this game because I'm not going to lie to you. This game right here, so unbelievable. I still tip my cap off to the Raiders in this contest. I mean, when you really dissect it and just what they had to do. I mean, it's uh, you play for the first time with a full-packed uh, stadium, about over 63,000 fans. 63,707 fans was a people in attendance uh, for this game, but still, I mean, just the way things went down, I mean, yes, Ben Rosper at the end of the day, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, what he passed for in that game, he had 295 uh, yards total passing, but net yards uh, for the team, he had about uh, 292 yards of passing when you adjust it with the sacks, he was sacked two times. Uh, for the second straight week, and uh, there you are right there. Uh, so, Ben Rosberg, I mean, there's definitely been some quite concern right now. Is he just starting to lose his grip? Uh, listen, I mean, I- I'm not sure if I'm ready to go there just yet. I think he's still got a lot of, like, issues going on right now with the offensive line, as anticipated. Everybody's not helping out. But then again, how much is really Najee Harris – uh, getting touches on the ball. I mean, listen, he had a beautiful uh, day yesterday when you take a look at Najee uh, Harris's uh, numbers. I mean, as far as scrimmage, I mean, for the most part. I mean, this guy right here uh, in yesterday's uh, contest, I mean, for the most part, in this uh, loss, I mean, to the Raiders, try to do whatever he can. I mean, it doesn't help when you're not getting enough touches. He only had 15 uh, total touches in yesterday's loss, uh, which accounted up to, for the Steelers in this uh, contest, he only had 81 uh, yards uh, of scrimmage. He had his first touchdown, which was a receiving touchdown. I mean, the funny thing was, the rushing touchdown that they did get was by a three-yard play by Juju Smith-Schuster. And when you look at uh, how in this game, which was like this point right here, I mean, in this uh, game, I mean, I mean, 7.4 yards per attempt by Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, that is uh, not not good right now, late in his career. I mean, listen, he I think he did everything he could to be patient. But there's just times right there where you got to throw the ball away and – when you're getting pressure, I, I don't understand that. I mean, still, I mean, there seems to be a little bit of mixed messages going on right now as far as why I knew, I mean, like, have the punt team, like, not come on the field. He says he didn't even get a chance to, like, uh, make a case to stay on the field on that fourth and one with under 10 minutes to go, which, by the way, they already burned one of their timeouts I will went for it at that point because when you're playing the ball away at that point in time, 
a crucial moment in this game right here. I, I think that was just a really uh, not not good right there. But I mean, in the end, right now, I mean, let's listen what Mike Tomlin had to say real quick uh, on the fourth and one punt. Why he did not go for it? He mentioned it in his uh, post game presser, and here's what he had to say. Just a reminder for all of those you listening. Take a listen. Hey, hey you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink? I got you. Let's go. Questions. Mike, you uh, you punted on fourth and one, uh, about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Did you consider going for that at all? Or? I did, but uh, I felt comfortable with our ability to stop them. I wanted to play the field position game, and um, I think we punted it and stopped them. Now, yes, they did stop them. I mean, in that game right there, when you looked at it, I mean, they, they did uh, punt it away. Defense was able to get the job done, but I thought it was a very uh, crucial punt at that point in time. It was – about 8.36 minutes left to go in the game right there. And by the time they were able to uh, stop them, they did get the ball back with around uh, two timeouts, I believe it was, left at that point in the game. And, yeah, I mean, no, no, actually, no, they used their second timeout when trying to stop the Raiders. Their second timeout was burned at about 6.54 left to go in the game. So, I mean, that's the only part where I get a little uncomfortable because, like I said, I'm watching that game. I'm watching how much a clock, I mean, the Raiders did use in that game. Like I said, they had for about approximately almost seven minutes longer time of possession versus Steelers did in the second half. I mean, for almost 19 minutes versus the Steelers over 11 minutes, that was problematic right there. I mean, because when, when you don't, have the confidence right now because you continue to see Ben Rosberger and the offense. I mean, go with these quick passing uh, slants, these screens right there. I mean, and then not only that, just not being able to get himself uh, comfortably, make some deep throws. It it feels strange right now. I mean, they got the playmakers on this offense. They do. I just don't understand right now – where it's, I mean, Najee Harris. Does Najee Harris need to be a little bit more aggressive? Absolutely. I mean, it's only two games in to his NFL career. But I, I think at the end of the day, T, you got to feed this guy a little bit more than what you have been. Because it, it's, it's by definition of insanity watching this team so far. I mean, listen, they're not out of anything just yet. I mean, thankfully they are in second place in the AC North. Do the strength of schedule. So it is the Ravens in first place right now, followed by the Steelers, then the Browns and the Bengals. Uh, it's a four-way tie for first place, but technically on tiebreakers, I think the Steelers got because of the strength uh, schedule. Not necessarily strength of victory. I mean, both teams were uh, 500. I mean, who? how everyone split their record right there. And to be honest with you, too, I, I will say this. I mean, they got a chance to rank the ship this Sunday versus the Bengals. But even when they had a game like the Bengals, listen, I will not take that as a statement victory unless they shut this team out. I want to see a shutout. I doubt that's going to happen against this Sunday. But they can do something like a shutout, control the pace of the game, run the ball up the team's throats, I, I, that's what I want to see. I want a damn shutout, which hasn't been in nearly t- 10 years at this point. 
you got to do something to reestablish your priority. I do not want to see a uh, 10-digit win. I want a shutout. Now, I, I know it sounds like a pipe dream, what I'm saying here, but you got sometimes what you got to do when you have eight on your face in certain games, you have to make statement games. And this is where I get a little bit right now, I mean, frustrated, I mean, watching this team. I mean, it's been a long time since they had statement victories. I mean, a lot of it, too, I'll definitely point the finger at the fact, too. I mean, when you saved the game how you did, made the game more offense-friendly. I mean, since that point, since they done that with the league, I think the Steelers has only had uh, two shutouts in that period. And that was each in 2011. Their home opener 10 years ago versus Seattle Seahawks. And then against the St. Louis Rams on Christmas Eve, which was a Saturday game, by the way. So that, that's what I mean. You, you gotta win it. I mean, or at least give me by like a three, uh, four game, three possession game. Win it. You gotta win that way. And then now that followed up nicely because they're they're gonna have a tough time either way on the road. I don't care how much Aaron Rodgers and this Packers team is struggling right now. Barry uh, Darnold believe, but the turmoil they got there. Aaron Rodgers is still Mr. Aaron Rodgers, despite his frustrations with that team. The way things are not going his way. I mean, pretty much feel like he's been forced to be uh, thrust back into action. I mean, in that uh, contest, it is a tie game right now versus the Detroit Lions. As we look at it right now uh, for, for this game, I think the Packers, they definitely got uh, a lot to prove right now. It's about a little over seven seconds left to go where they go into uh, halftime right now. Uh, please leave me your thoughts while I hear from you guys. What, Whose side are you on right now? I mean, I would guess a little bit more the offensive execution, more so starting with the offensive line, and uh, which leads to not handing the ball off consistently, they open things up with the run game, and by Rosberg making better reads, better throws, and decision-making. Or is it defensive injuries right now, being decimated with injuries? Uh, for for the most part, to start off because, I mean, step onto it right now. Uh, hope the heck that he's back uh, sooner than later, and I think he's supposed to be coming back around the Packers game. But <laughs> I mean, even Skip Bayless, I was watching today on Undisputed, he feels like the pretty much main way they have a chance is by staying healthy, and I have to one hundred percent agree with him on that front because this team is not healthy. Uh, more than likely, you're pushing it very. Darn near close to Tomlin's, Mike Tomlin's first ever losing season as head coach. But by the way, too, I'm sure everyone's already figured this out. He can technically not have a winning or losing season. It would have to be from a goofy tie, 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. Not that it's going to happen, but just saying, technicality. I mean, if you want, you got to have half a win, half a loss. Uh, pretty much somewhere with eight wins, eight losses. So half a piece add on to the win and the loss right there. That's how you can avoid that. That's not what we want to hear. But I think for the most part right now, I mean, the window, the Super Bowl window on this team is definitely closing fast. Uh, it's not going to be open much longer if they don't turn things around. I mean, the only thing they could do right now is look themselves in the mirror they got to find a way to execute better, uh, make some hard looks and decisions right there, 
And then not only that, I mean, he's still got over $11 million in cap space. I mean, can they still add someone right now? I mean, there's a guy like Russell Kuhn who's still flowing out there looking for a job. I believe he's a left tackle, uh, a guy who is 33 uh, years old, and he has not been signed by anyone. And I, you know what? I would not mind uh, bringing this guy on board. You need someone legitimate right here. I mean, for the most part, I mean, you need someone to help uh, hold on this fort because I'll tell you what, the more you continue to like put yourself at risk right now in these crucial moments for your season, it's going to be wonder why. I mean, Kevin Colbert and Americana has done everything they can uh, to this point when we uh, look at it here. I mean, for for the most part. And I, they, I mean, they tried spending the money. They tried spending on the guy like Trey Turner. And I just want to apologize. I know I had one friend call me out uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, clearly, I was clearly frustrated just like anyone else, seeing what broke down, what went down. I mean, yeah, he was spat on. And I want to just make an apology right now. I didn't even realize until after the game that Mike Thomas said that he was spat on. I mean, which is one of the lowest forms you could do a human being nowadays was to spit on someone. So, but either way, I, I still don't, I will not back down the fact that when you spit back after trying to like reason with the guy, yell at the guy for what he did, the humiliation he went through in that moment on the field, you still, it, it's, it's a tough situation. I get it. I, I won't react. Uh, I, I'd be having a hard time holding my patience that happened to me. I'd be ready to fist fight or do it right back. But at the same time, too, again, I really do feel like the Raiders play the psychological game. They found a way to get under the Steelers' skin, uh, defeating them, and just showing, reminding everyone why. Why they're able to still rattle their cage in the season. And that, that's where I leave it at right there.